0: Welcome to another episode of Growing Social Now, available wherever you listen to podcasts, just click subscribe. I'm Barbara Rosgoni, your conversation host, and today I have with me my very good friend, Amy Hesser. And so let me tell you a little bit about Amy. Amy is the CEO of Hesser Communications Group, and she is, was named as one of the top 25 most powerful women in the new economy by iStreet Magazine. Amy is celebrated for her work in preparing her clients to position their stories in compelling contexts and present them in ways that transcend old school media relations. As a former broadcast journalist, Amy has a knack for leveraging her media insider insights to empower the people and organizations she works with as they gain top tier exposure in outlets ranging from Good Morning America to the Wall Street Journal, Investor's Business Daily and USA Today. Additionally, as a new media pioneer, Amy is known for maximizing opportunities for her clients across today's ever-evolving landscape of digital platforms, which are increasingly important communications channels, as people and organizations are given unprecedented opportunity to create content and self-publish and broadcast their key messages to their most important audiences. For over a decade, Amy has worked with teams at dozens of publicly traded companies, tech startups, and government-funded entities Helping them optimize their external communication efforts. As founder and CEO of Hester Communications yeah. Group, Amy enjoys leading an elite team of PR professionals, recognized social media thought leaders, and former journalists who have won numerous awards in their fields and consistently garner positive, industry-leading coverage for the firm's clients. What she doesn't have in here is that Amy and I have been really good friends for over twelve years. We've done business together, and I'm confident you that you're gonna learn so much from Amy and you might even get entertained by our conversation. So welcome, Amy. It is so wonderful to have you with us today. Barbara, thank you so much for having me on today.
1: As a social media pioneer, being alongside you since since social media was in its infancy, has been a really exciting journey, both for our friendship and as co-collaborators and thought leaders. And this is a a fun extension to today to share some of what you and I do some mornings of the week, uh, like our our just casual business cooler talk, Mm -hmm. thought leadership talk around um, public relations and social media and how it's all out there to be leveraged these days. So thank you for having me.
0: Oh, you're welcome. And I know we did one podcast on crisis communications during the pandemic, how to break through the noise, and that got a lot of attention. So I know this one is going to get a lot of attention too, because for me, PR and social is kind of an unexplored area. And I don't know if you saw this, but LinkedIn released the the most desired skills for marketers in 2021, the number one skill, press releases. So tell me what you think about that, because I had no idea that press releases were so important for marketers. Um,
1: I think the reason why that may be at this time is because there's, there are so many channels, right? There's so much information right now, but not a lot of it feels credible. And it's, it's hard to tell what's credible from what's not. So really looking at your own company whatever or organization, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and, and bringing your, you know, having your own newsroom. Mm-hmm. So whether, you know, you've got members of your marketing team that are working with some outside firms to make that happen, mm-hmm. you really need to be looking at creating your own news because it no longer has to go through you know, filters of traditional media. Although when you have a strong earned media program, those filters can be more valuable than ever because the implied third-party endorsement, credible endorsement goes a long way to making you desirable to the, the stakeholders
0: that are most important to you. I would agree. So I think that sets a really good stage. And I mean, if LinkedIn thinks it's important to do PR, then that really, you know, endorses our, our talk today as well. So you mentioned earned media. Can you talk a little bit about what's the difference between owned and earned media? Because I think some people who are listening might not know the difference. Right. So earned media is
1: editorial coverage. Okay, Uh, let's, let's put it that way. So it is you being that thought leader or Mm -hmm. the executives within your company, or the people with special skills within your organization, Mm -hmm. getting Mm -hmm. out there as thought leaders in the press, and being quoted, Mm -hmm. taking some of the content, or developing content that's newsworthy, done in a newsworthy way, and getting those placed in editorial properties like okay, so, uh, magazine uh, trade publications that are relevant to your space so that's what earned media is and owned okay. media is your blog
0: it really? is okay.
1: um it uh, owned media uh, your social channels linkedin mm-hmm. facebook twitter instagram those are owned media channels like uh, your website is an owned media channel too
0: Okay, so people need to really understand that they have some control over the media they're getting. It's not just, I think people get confused about PR. They think it's, oh, I'm gonna get my name in the paper but they need to really understand that they have control over their own media and that is super important as well. So how can you use social to really leverage the power of earned and owned media?
1: Well, that's such a great question. And there are a number of ways. So one is, you know, The the underpinning of all of this, Barbara, is to have fantastic storytelling. Mm -hmm. And what is fantastic storytelling? It is taking your customers, um, your stakeholders, your various stakeholder audiences on this immersive journey that they are desirous of being on with you. And that really keeps your brand alive in their lives day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, quarter-to-quarter, year-to-year. So what are, you know, how are they hearing from you? And how are they getting content, rich content from you, even multimedia content that is additive to their lives? What, for, whether it's, you know, if you're a business-to-business company to their professional lives, or if you're more of a consumer company to their personal
0: lives, or crossing over these lines as well. So, storytelling is really important. How do you have some guidelines for what makes a good story for PR? Well, you always want to put on that hat of,
1: you know, become your customer or if that's the stakeholder group we're talking about, mm-hmm. or if it's other kinds of influencers that are important to your business or organization, whether, you know, like on a B2B side, who your purchasers are or the influencers that recommend companies like yours to purchasing groups. Mm -hmm. So what you wanna do is really put your hat on to be that person, be the stakeholder or the buyer as it may be, and think about what they want. What keeps them awake at night? What adds to their life? What takes away their problems? What are the solutions they are looking for that you can uniquely address Mm -hmm. for them? And then, you know, invite them on the ride with you, make it fun, Um, make it worth their time, have it be compelling enough to break through the huge amounts of informational clutter that are out there.
0: Can you give us some examples of how you've done that for your clients? Because I know you've had great success and you and I have worked on some campaigns together, even like with live events with influencers that have really bought the product alive. And then all of a sudden the media becomes the influencer who is carrying the story out to their audience as well. So what's working for you today with your clients? Well, definitely,
1: you know, my client, what you want to do when you're selling is always position it in a way where the customer says, I see me, I yeah.
0: see," me. So, so, so important. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, so some of the ways you can do that is to show them customers like them mm-hmm. who are benefiting
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: from using the product or service that your company is selling or your customer's company is selling your client company, in my case, communications firm. Yeah. So Some of the ways we do that, the customer stories and the customer testimonials, but today they can be way more interactive and way more engaging. So, you know, actually getting video cameras with these customers and clients, not only to talk on camera about what their experience has been like, but but actually following them in a day in their lives, showing, you know, how our product Mm -hmm. and service is taking away the pain of what pains them most and, right. and giving them new opportunities in ways, you know, they hadn't considered before.
0: Yeah. I think that's really important. What do you think about the power of video and images? How are you using that? Are you producing your own short videos? Are you doing documentaries? What's working for your clients right now? Again, these
1: like customer case stories or customer testimonials even that are shorter to aspirational videos, brand videos that kind of bring a a tribe on board with the essence of what we're Mm -hmm. talking about. Even videos that talk about, that demonstrate what our company or organization is interested in doing on a bigger level in the world to make the world a better place. And then, you know, getting our our clients on TV. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have them as thought leaders in the nightly news all the time. So those produced earned pieces of media. As so well. how,
0: if they're going to be on the nightly news, how important is it to provide video? I know news stations were looking for video at one point. Are they still, is it a good idea to have video ready to go? Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Definitely. They, more than ever with the pandemic, they just
1: were so tight in how they could you know, produce the shows, Mm -hmm. you really had to come to the table with pre-produced video. When
0: they're looking at different stories to do, if you're the one who comes in with not only a great hook, but the video, you're going to get moved to the front of the line.
1: Well, the, the other thing too, that's a good point, Barbara, is, you know, have your spokespeople at your company really well media
0: trained. That was going to be my next question. So I know when I talk to people on my podcast, I interview them. At sometimes I'll talk to them and there will be such a kernel or golden nugget that they don't get to, but I know is there. So how do you work with people to do media training? So when they go on screen, because let's face it, sometimes an interview, a, a reporter can talk to you for four or five, maybe 10 minutes, and you're left with a 20 second clip. So what do you do? How do you prepare them? Oh. So really
1: invest in like a strong media coach from the outside to Mm -hmm. come in and, you know, hammer them in a real world type setting of what it will be like for them to be in front of television cameras Mm -hmm. doing an interview. Ongoing media coaching is an important thing too. Here at Hesser Communications Group, we often sit in on our client's interviews with the wall street journal or Mm -hmm. with newsweek or you know with any number of other outlets media outlets out there that they're on so that we can help control the messaging so we're we're not interjecting too much but we're making sure they say the most important thing or that gets in before the call's over and then providing the clients with good feedback and good messaging all the way along
0: well, and the messaging changes too, doesn't it? So if you train them once and you've got one story, do you have to keep going, would you say? Hopefully, you know, they've been media trained by the best mm-hmm. and
1: they have that understanding, that foundational knowledge of how to handle okay. any of you. So they have those skills, but that and they know how to tweak it for all messages, mm-hmm. but it's invaluable to have, PR firm on board if you're going to be doing an earned media program that can do some amount of handholding along the way so that the messages are always on point and and, re- and practiced and ready to go.
0: So Amy, you, your clients are just great at getting media. And it's one thing to get the interest, but if you blow the interview or you don't say what you're supposed to say, it doesn't work. The most important thing is
1: for them to think about what is the benefit to my audience, to the audience that is seeing this. And to realize, and this is the intersection with social, Barbara, the audience is not just who watches that TV show or, you know, that, that news show or mm-hmm. TV show or reads that magazine normally, or that newspaper, or even that online easing or blog. It is everyone you've built in your social tribe and possibly everyone they know right? If, it, if your mm-hmm. content is that compelling, because you should be sharing these earned media results very strategically across your social platforms. Definitely on LinkedIn, definitely creatively on Instagram. Also, you know, obviously on Twitter and Facebook and coming up with some entertaining things, depending on what your company or service is mm-hmm. and, and who your intended target audience is, even on like
0: TikTok. Yeah, that's great. What do you think about numbers? Is that a good idea? Should you have some numbers ready to go? For interviews, when you're adding like great context
1: with numbers and statistics is always helpful for sure.
0: Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah. So now we know what the difference between um, earned and owned media is. We know a little bit about how to do an interview. We know what's important. It's more important to think about the audience all throughout the process than yourself which is kind of as a speaker, you know, we always talk about, think about the audience, not about you. So that takes the pressure off. And so let's look at you, Amy, let's talk about your personal social media. What channels do you like and what's working for you right now?
1: I, everybody, you know, has their own flavor, use the different channels. Facebook, I, I keep personal. So that's how I really keep in touch Uh, with friends, family, and colleagues all Mm -hmm. over the country and all over the world. That's how they're up to date on what's happening with me and my family. On Instagram, I use that more as as like a public Mm -hmm. easing. Oh, that's a good term. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really kind of a lifestyle Mm -hmm. uh, reflection of my personal and professional brand. So me almost as a brand, as a human being brand, but like lifestyle. So I want to inspire people to live their best lives on my mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm showing them elements of that there. You won't see a lot of pictures
0: of my kids there. You will see my dog. <laughs> yeah, well, your dog uh, is gorgeous. So yeah. <laughs> If anyone aspire to have a beautiful dog, look at Amy's Instagram. Kenji is just stunning, so.
1: <laughs> Amy yeah. Hesser, yeah, on Instagram. Right. Um, and then, you know, Twitter is, is, again, a public channel. And that's a great way also for people, for journalists to see what your company's up to and what's news- mm-hmm. newsworthy going on at your company or organization. So I really recommend that people using uh, Twitter for what it was intended for. And that is, it actually is a real-time news feed.
0: Right. So, and that's a good tip. Don't miss what Amy just said. She said, it's a great place to find journalists. They can see what you're doing and and you can find them as well. Have you used Twitter lists, Amy? Twitter Twitter.
1: lists? Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Twitter lists are great too. You can look at other companies to see what Twitter lists they have. And there might already be a list of journalists you can follow. Definitely helpful, Barbara. And then on LinkedIn, of course, that's just such a
1: great platform for having the media keep track of you, you keeping track of the media and and close relationships with certain um, members of the media there. Also for your customers, customers, Um, being out there, getting the word out to them in a very professional way that's powerful and meaningful to them. You know, just having a, a dynamic presence there is important and yet consistent presence.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would totally agree. And that's where your PR comes in to me. I define PR as personality and reputation, which goes right into public relations and and media. And so once you have that surround sound, then you can build it out. And if you work with a company like Amy's, she can really help you elevate your status into being a thought leader. So Amy, we've talked a lot. What last thoughts would you like to leave us with?
1: Well, as you were saying, Barbara, really incorporating as much video and imagery into what you're serving up and adding great thought leadership context around Good. Everything you're putting out there, right? So you're, mm-hmm. you're touching everything in context that's useful to your organization's most important stakeholder
0: groups. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So one fun thing I do with every guest is I ask them, what is your word of the day?
1: Well, I guess I would say happy.
0: Happy? That's yeah. really good.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel like I've had a great day meeting with clients, new clients, existing clients, and now having this opportunity to talk about leadership in PR with you. And, you know, PR is a creative space for me. It is my livelihood, but it's also a very creative realm and I'm happy working here.
0: Well, that's really good. Well, on that happy note, where can people find you online? Uh, Please, you know, reach out to me on LinkedIn.
1: Again, back to LinkedIn. That is a great place for us to get together. So it's Amy Hesser, uh, CEO of Hesser Communications Group on LinkedIn. And I'd love to connect with you there. And and let's take a conversation forward
0: from there. Well, that sounds fantastic. So everyone, please follow Amy Hesser on LinkedIn. Check out her Instagram, especially if you want to see pictures of Kenji. Totally worth it. And thank you so much for listening today. I invite you to subscribe wherever you can find podcasts to Growing Social Now. And Amy, until next time, thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you again.
1: Thank you so much, Barbara. This is a fantastic show and I'm honored to have been on it today. Thank you again.
0: You're welcome. We'll see you all next time.
1: Bye-bye.